Hello, welcome to this pre-recorded edition of the Gage Podcast, recorded in September of 2018, I think. Um, I just want to point out, excuse the building work behind us, not that you heard this in another episode that we may or may not have done recently, probably a few years ago, but yeah. never mind. <laughs> this one is about the yucky yellow uridians, which we literally finished thinking up about three or four minutes before we started this one. Oh, courtesy of Jamie. Well, but wh- I'll let Jamie explain. Well, me. Simon, Simon himself come up with the yucky bit, and I came up with the oh, yellow bit. I love bit. that. You, ca- I came up with the yucky bit. You mean I came up with one single word, and you came up with the other single word to shove on the beginning of Euridians. Yeah. 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 You're, like, you're welcome, guys. You're lucky. Just yeah. Well, bearing in mind that there's not really much, because the thing is, when we come up, when we try and come up with these names, we always try and match them to the generalisation of how the species are seen so and, and you're missing a very big word here alliteration yeah and with as well and with obviously with alliteration as well thank you Simon um, and when you've got the letter Y there's not really much you can play with not like something like with the like Kardashians or Romulans yeah, not like we've recorded that anytime <laughs> soon or anything because <laughs> I think the building work will kind of spoil the illusion of when yeah. we've done it it's yeah <laughs> um, let's, let's just say it's the same day mm. like we literally just finished that one about I don't know 10 minutes ago let's mm. say yeah so um, you know just, yeah. just things yeah so obviously we've so obviously it's not easy to try and come up with so that's alliteration but, and describing a generalisation of a species particularly one that begins with why so Simon come up with yucky and then as we were because they're not nice yeah um <laughs> Well, it's simple, but it's true. And well, this is, the whole yellow bit came about because I made a silly comment. Someone asked me, "What else can we? What other why can we use?" And I'll just come up with the most random thing of yellow. Well, there's a bit more behind it because I have my notes here. Yeah, well, you, Simon has has his notes with the pictures, and I and there's one picture that has a picture of a Eurydian that has a bit of a yellow at the side of it, but it's just a lamp. So that's where I got that from. But that sent Simon. On a train of thought. Astrock holding one of the rings of Polaris. That thingy. So, yeah, not a lamp then. Um, So, that's. No, that's the ring. That's a lamp. Oh. It is a lamp. Oh, stop confusing me! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that sent Simon along a train of thought about something that. Something from. Oh, you know, my weird mind. Yeah, from uh, Back to the Future. Where. What was it you said? Part three. Part three, where. Birford Tannen called uh, Marty yellow bellied but it wasn't actually in the context of the colour itself it was in the context of, of... coward and that sort of thing so yeah. it's like so yeah it just about works so mm. we went with it because it's like yeah we got nothing we got nothing <laughs> so for a wonderful stroke of luck I actually helped contribute to this to the alliteration species name for once oh thank you all the Show other ones off. I've done, haven't I? I've thought up entirely me. No. Brainstormed a little bit. And then you came up with it. <laughs> I was in the room when you came up with it. Yes, I was <laughs> there. We talked. Credit where credit's due. No, you did. To be fair, Simon did. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> obviously, you know, the Iridians, it, it might seem like yeah, a... Can we, can we just compare level research notes compared with the oh. aforementioned Cardassians? Okay, so that episode, whenever that is in the grand scheme of when you've heard it, that sort of thing, all the other ones. 
Okay, that one we had, what was it, 25 pages, right? 25, 30 pages, yeah. And combined notes, this is combined... With the Euridians. We are talking about, ooh, six pages, I believe. Six pages. Five, six, because I think there's one that really has nothing on it. Mm. Five pages. So we've gone from... 25 pages which is now by the sounds of it ended up becoming two episodes to going to the other form of the spectrum where we've got five pages and we've got to get an episode from it I can rest assure you here we're not going to have a second part for this one no this will which be is, just which is good but yeah <laughs> but this is just where one we've got part. to get our speculation caps on and kind of go why is that like that uh, but yeah so obviously first of all I think obviously it would be good to do the description of how the Eurydians are seen. Um, so it says here, the Eurydians were a walk-capable race from the Eurydian homeworld in the 24th century. They were regarded as information merchants and smugglers and were generally considered devious and untrustworthy. And this is from the TNG episode, The Chase, DS9, Melora and Facets. Yes, they happened. Yeah. I don't, I don't usually do that. No. But, but I, you wanted to, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, then we've got... Oh, got an awful lot to work from but I thought they had a very interesting design to them I really did um, the humanoids were bald, bald. Uh, others had black or brown curly hair they had wrinkled skin they also had large rodent like pointy ears but small eyes and noses uh, all rodents had indented ridge running along the front length of their heads and extended down their nose they had no thumbs and possessed only four things on each hand, which I thought was a really interesting thing to go for. Um, the actors wore a glove that contained their index, fi index finger and thumb. So get your hand and put them together, because that's a really odd thing to try and just say, like, just try and pick something up mm. with just that. And that's a, it makes you wonder how on earth they actually did it. Uh, making it appear to be one large finger. These four-finger hands can be seen in close-up in Birthright, first, Firstborn, as well as simple uh, investigation and business as usual. Don't know why I read that, but hey, never mind. Although there are two exceptions. One is Ashrock, most stupid name ever. <laughs> the other one is... Uran Uranak? We'll go over that. That had other small changes such as hair and a darker complexion. They may, may have been a subspecies of Uridium, which I think is quite an interesting thing. Um, would you, where do you want to go from here? Well, the thing is, I mean, let's talk a bit about their... I know there's probably not much we can get, but their appearance. Why do you Oh, you can always glean more from the new thing. I always say that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, why why design them that way? I mean, like, for example, why have wrinkled skin and have, like, roading, like, pointy ears? To make them stand out. Hmm. You want, if you, if you've got this huge bar, and you want hmm. to be going... You don't want to be going... What's that over there? Oh, I mean, look, that's a Eurydian there. I mean, if you, if, you, if you look at them, though, I mean, do you, you look at... You know, we, we inherently, as a society, we try not to judge on appearance, but let's be honest, we all do. We all do yeah, that. Yeah, to varying degrees, yeah. Um, I mean, you look at you look at that, and does that, does that scream untrustworthy and devious to you, do you think, in a way? Yes. Hmm. Is that what you want to be saying? No, no, well, it should be. What about you, Jeremy? I would. I'm not quite sure why. I'm not quite sure why. I mean, maybe, maybe it's something. I one of is it our eight eight brains going? Oh, we don't like that. Um, them because they're that. Sh they've got that shaped face. 
Maybe. They've got small eyes. I don't. I can't see what expression they're giving. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. It's kind of, you can't... Or the age-old, you know, that they did with Spock back in the 60s, where it's like, oh, he mm. looks like the devil. I don't trust him. Mm. Get him off our screens. Mm. It's that whole, whole stuff. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And if, if and if you think about, it, you know, we we judge we judge someone based on their appearance within literally like the first was it? I think it's like the first five ten seconds you meet somebody, and you know, and if if you've got certain characteristics you associate with a certain set of criteria. So as you say, small eyes are kind of well, we can't see their facial expressions because a lot of the way we read body language is through facial expressions and things like you that you've also got to bear in mind the origins encountered by the Federation appear to be loosely aligned and concerned with their own interests often serving as hired ancient agents for other races and operating as groups or individuals they're often unwilling to reveal information they collected without payment so that's another reason why wherever the shady dealings of some origins earn them arrest warrants issued by governments such as the Skinny Man Empire and their traded goods were often uh, compensated hmm. so you've got to bear in mind that they're only the ones we saw so presumably there's the good origins that are out there hmm. well the, as you hear later on there's not many of them about so so maybe part of maybe part of the reason they're similar is just down to the reputation of the ones that the federation have encountered as I said, through shady dealings and, and insisting on up, paying up front for it information. Like these ones just fell in the wrong crowd by the sounds of this bomb, but there's no reason why. Why couldn't there be ones on Earth? Just go around their business, one being an architect or one doing this thing, or. Why not? Yeah, it's not you crazy get, fault. Why don't you get Ferengi and Starfleet? Yeah, Clemens and Starfleet. So. And the thing is, well, the thing is, well, maybe the other reason that. Maybe there are other reasons as well. They may be seen as untrustworthy or devious by other by other species like the Federations because the ones we've talked about so far, they all have some form of government, but the Eurydians don't appear to have a government. It's not known if the Eurydians had a central government. Mm. I would claim they do, but we just haven't met it, mm. which is something totally different. But I would claim they would do, but mm. these are renegades. So there's no way of saying mm. that they don't have it or they did because we've never been to your home, home world. world yeah so there's no way of saying either way that they did or didn't have it but oh but hey, come on a society that doesn't have a government it's like really are you kidding me well that's the thing maybe it's, maybe maybe it's not so much they didn't ha don't have a government maybe they did have a government but they don't anymore so there must have been probably a government at some point the problem I wouldn't say that is because again it, from the notes the ones that are encountered appear to be loosely aligned and conserve their own interests so they're no way of saying so it could be maybe these the origins that we've encountered are broken off from their main society so they're renegades so there's no yeah. way of saying mm. whether the general populace isn't in the general government and are civil and are just doing their general business we just haven't seen it there's no way of saying Either against way. it hmm because they are just the kind of that's the thing though but even the facts that I said what I'm saying here is maybe that again it's judging it's judging what we know and based on what we don't know so maybe when people see them it's like oh they're brigands oh you know again it's making those generalisations yeah, yeah so I know Tusk is kind of typecasting from that group but you mm. try and work for about five pages of notes yeah. you're kind of <laughs> kind of clutching at straws here kind of going well, 
another interesting thought is maybe these brigands or the ones of the ones that the Federation encounter, maybe they actually maybe they it could be through choice, but maybe they were exiled from their Eurydian homeworld. And they've got to make some sort of life for themselves. If they're cut off from their home, the resources that it would presumably have... No, I just have, think they're horrible individuals anyhow. If you're going to follow a life of crime, you're going to do that anyhow. Yeah, but not, what, maybe not just because they're exiles. No, you, I'm just you saying... You may be exiled, but you may just end up going to Earth and become a florist. Just, yeah, I know. No way of... I know. I'm just speculating at this point, but maybe that's how it maybe came, like, came about for these Eurydians. I don't know. Again, this is all just speculation. But... That's, that's, that, that's my that's my thought process behind it all. Hmm. Um, should we actually get on why we don't think there's a lot of them? Because I think that's quite fascinating. Yeah. The reason why. Um, it says here, well, the strange extinction of the Eurydians can be explained by assuming that some natural or unnatural disaster befell the race sometime between 21, the 2150s and the 2360s. Okay, I was going to read the bit above it, but sure, I'll go for that bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the bit above it. Uh, yeah. Ah, so. literally the bit above it no. you, you know the... hmm. um, at some point before the 2360s the Federation believed that the Eurydian race had gone extinct the dis- dis- disappearance was so total that it even convinced the Borg who designate the Eurydians as species 6291 that the species was no longer in existence however Rudolf Ransom that's Captain Ransom from Voyager Equinox episode a Starfleet exit biologist discovered that they were still, some were still alive and carried out first contact which I thought was quite fascinating. Again, it's going back to way back when, when we started this, species number, something in the species number that they must have really been... Is there 6,000 or something odd? They must have been well hidden from the Borg. Because you to take that long I was going to gonna say, because the Borg, you know you know how efficient and, and ruthless the Borg are. They will search, they will never give up. No end. Um, so, what was... So, so, what could do that to... Okay, let's have a think. So what sort of scenario could do that? So you're talking about disease. Straight away is a good place to go. Possibly. Because there's no indication of what type at all. So all of the... It could be this, it could be that. So it could be, let's say, it could be disease. It could be a supernova. It could be... um, Oh, oh, supernova. Actually, supernova is the same thing that happened to Romulus. That's why I bring that up. That's fine, yeah. Because um, I was also thinking with the disease. I mean, I know it didn't wipe all of them out, but you could look at, say, it completely change their society. The, the Vidians, for example, the phage. So it could be something like disease, yeah? What, what else could it be? It's a natural disaster, so what else is that? So that could be an asteroid, hmm. something along those lines. An asteroid maybe hit the planet. But with that, then you get colonies. So it must have been unexpected, whatever it was. Hmm. War? Maybe is another thing. Maybe that's a bit obvious. Because the thing it's, is, it's got to be. Oh some... yeah, I mean, the thing is, Eurydians could have been at war with a neighbouring system. Again, we don't know. The thing is, we don't know whether Eurydian homeworlds even. It was there even any any indication where roughly where anywhere where it's located. There's nothing in the notes. That... No, so they could have been at war maybe with a neighbouring system. Any number of of possibilities that could have made them become, as you say, almost extinct. So yeah, I mean. Oh, here you go. While known to be held from a world only explicitly described as Eurydian homeworld, the species might be connected to Eurydia, that star system or the nearby Eurydia nebula. So it's not much to go on, but hmm. better than nothing. Hmm. Um, 
and this was a weird thing that you sit there going, really? Eurydion was briefly considered as a regular character on Voyager. <laughs> Not a wonderful idea from the production team over at Voyager there. Hey! For yeah. some reason. But put it this way, would you, wouldn't you rather prefer Eurydians than Kazon? <laughs> I mean, like, as a regular character. I mean, like, as a member oh. of the crew. So, is that that really? interesting. Um, Eurydion has previously been established as the name of the planet in the DS9 novel Hollow Man, apparently. Um, there's not much in additional information. Uh, I, so there's a few things, but I think the mountain that we've seen, it must have been such a quick thing that no one could escape, which is why we only see a splattering of them. Well, the question, of, well, one of the questions that we wanted to, wanted to um, kind of examine was why 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 did they become why why are they information gatherers what's well, going back to your question of what can you get from their physiology mm. quite a lot because are you going to be scared by that in a fight um no, no. so you're going to come against different means to make a living aren't you and you know information is valuable whatever kind of whatever kind it is you know and obviously the Eurydians are well they they obviously were seen as experts well the other thing is if they're extinct pretty much it's not like you're going to have you're going to beg borrow and steal whatever you can it's not like you can go back home and kind of claim whatever you like you're going to have to try and use what you got and Mm. if that's um, you know in your nature you're going to do it, aren't you? You're going to fall back on what your species is good at. So that's what I imagine the... So you imagine so you imagine that was part of the core of the Eurydians themselves, that they were generally information gatherers then. You need a specialty, don't you? You need something to set you aside from... Other species. I, I think, that's mm. how I would... Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So maybe it's not something that came at... Came, I said, maybe it's something that actually came from their homeworld. And obviously, these few that are in space, these as you, as you said, brigands, you know, well, you're going to stick to your specialty, aren't you? It's not, you know, you're not, you're not going to, yeah, yeah. You could try to do and be other things, as you said, but if you if you're trying to make a life in space, and you know, and these ones, as I said these ones turn towards it, a life of crime for whatever reason. Well, you're going to use what you're good at, then, aren't you? To to gain the most information, to gain the most profit, so. And like I say, there's an awful lot you can glean from their starships as well, because I, I, I quite like ships, as you well know, so <laughs> it's a good excuse to go into that, because there's not a lot we can get from that. But the one thing I do want to point out is that the unique studio model, which first appeared as a destroyer and then a freighter, was designed by Rick Sternberg. Unlike most Alien of the Week, week uh, studio models, this model would not be used to represent another ship's species starship. Um, in the script for the chase the region attack ship was described as being much smaller than the Enterprise D but wasp like and deadly looking so you know from that because they've got a very interesting ship design thing and the fact that it wasn't reused again so that's something say, that amazing a... really mm. the amount, you know you listen to our season reviews the amount of times I go hey do you know this is a redress of mm. So that is very unusual for them to go. Oh no, we're gonna keep that as a Eurydian. So do you reckon that the the design of their ships reflected them as a species as well? Then kind of the, the kind of the look and structure of it, and some of it. 
it's totally different from anything else you come across. Yeah. So you can probably imagine that this system that they're from is very distant from anyone else. Hmm. Um, in the notes, it does say that they do have. Oh, what is it? Um, where was that? Was that? Oh. There's a thing that I saw. Oh, this. Um... Well, looking at looking at that, looking at your pictures there. I mean, it, it could. It's the same model, so it doesn't matter which it one could, you look It could. It could just be. Maybe it could just be the angle, and this is just interpretation. But the ship looks quite menacing. I don't know if it's just me, but it, it just looks. It just looks quite imposing. So it's very alien for Star Trek. So, so you know, if you if you if you associate characteristics with the Eurydian species as a whole and compare it with that kind of destruct, it doesn't. It's a, it seems to be a bit of a contradiction. But I don't know. It, it's as you say. There's such a mystery. You find that with ship design, it usually has some relevance on the design of the species itself. So you want them to look similar or mm. to work in association with the this, this look of the pet of the people mm. so for me that works quite well because mm. you want something unworldly for them and that works quite well for my liking mm. I think it, I think it is just because you don't have a source and secondary hole shoved together you've no. got a very odd thing where it's well, like you well, can't that, tell what, what well yeah is. and the fact is they they, they I think I think really their purpose of ships is they're not about they're not about weapons and stuff like that. It's mainly for them is they want to get from point A to point B with the yeah, information they've thing, got. Yeah. So they're not going to have, as you say, they're not going to have that big kind of large kind of like. Well, you've got to bear ships. in mind they've got the ships that they got left over from the um, um, extinction. So they've got whatever they built prior to that event, whatever the hell that was. Mm. So again, they have no way of rebuilding ships, so they've got to use what they've got available to them. Mm. So they're not going to have some crummy Kardashian freighter that you've seen a million times over. And it appears to me that as though they were going to lead on something. Otherwise, why would you create a model like that and use them infrequently because so, they were used what how many times two three times more than that they weren't used if you look at the notes they were used about six times in total I think is it in the starship notes oh there you go appearances oh well, apparently by this 29 times apparently oh blimey <laughs> that's a lot more than what we predicted <laughs> to be fair I think I mean like Full roles where you actually get to chat to them. I bet you that pre goes down to about five or six. So less than less than a little bit. Like because twenty two DS nine, you can tell that's going to be background I was characters say, without yeah. a single doubt. Um, same with next gen. So you can pre take it down to say four or five without a single doubt. Um, so I wonder whether they were going to have a bigger part in whatever, and then the Dominion come into focus a bit like with Borg. They came into focus, and then the origins kind of became yeah. I mean, a background thing that we all forget about. Because you've got to think, if they developed the origins further, I mean, maybe they would, maybe they would have been something like I don't know. Because didn't you say they aligned themselves with the Orion Syndicate as well? Wasn't there something about um, the? Well, there's indication that they were working quite thoroughly with the Kardashians. Um, not uncommon for the origins to carry supply through the DMZ, and that they have a political relationship with the Kardashians, which I think is quite intriguing, because you can 
probably gather quite a lot from that. And again, as we've said in that episode, you can't really trust the Kardashians, so you can get an inkling as to the origins from that. And again, they worked with the Klingons. So if they, the um, so the, the um, So I tend to think that they're a little bit um, untrustworthy, or at least the ones we met. So mm. that, that's the that's the problem. We don't meet any goodies. So you can't really go... You can't make a generalisation about the whole species just based on the few that we've met. It's just the renegades that you can go, oh, yeah. they're untrustworthy. Well, it's quite interesting. What was it you saying? They have some sort of political relationship with the Kardashians. That's what it says. That's what it says. Well, again, it's the renegades. So, again, you've got to take that with a huge pinch of salt. So, what kind of... So, what... But surely even from that you can probably grasp a little bit of the general population i was going to say so maybe gen- maybe maybe the maybe the origins have i mean i know you could say that a lot of species a lot of lot of species have common characteristics well, have we not heard from them because well oh this is a little bit of thought processing for you this is a really big stretch gone actually it's got even bigger for just a second right <laughs> okay so this mass extension thing is it possible they were as you say a war with someone yeah that wiped them out so you never hear from them because just like the Kardashians they're highly xenophobic and where was I going to go with this so they become very untrustworthy so they don't provide information they keep it to themselves and because the Kardashians helped them, possibly with resources back to their home world, who knows? You'd no way of saying here nor by. They, they, but they, um, they formed a, a relationship with them. Possible. And particular, and the thing is as well, you, and, and at a basic level, we try and find common ground with others and make alliances based on similarities. Well, if the Kardashians are xenophobic, and so are. And did the Origins help during the occupation? Very good question. Quite possibly. Maybe as payback for the Kardashians helping them. I don't know that. Again, that's total speculation. But that would add up. It does make sense. Got, yeah. Thing otherwise, it's like, well, because again, it's if you read the notes, you know, off this point where they meet Captain Ransom, there's no indication that they've met the Iridians, which means that they must have stayed or transitioned between Kardashian space and Iridian space, wherever the hell that is. So and you've got to also bear in mind that that period in history, prior to oh, I should get that open. Oh, when will that be? So, so, well, so what? Twenty three sixties. So two xenophobic species who meet. Oh, uh, this is what I mean. This is where I'm getting at. So prior to that point, oh. before Captain Ransom, sorry, Jamie, I'll let you chat right. in a minute because you're sitting there going, "That's clever thinking, Mister." Prior to that point, because say we literally did Kardashians, I half an hour ago isn't it plausible that prior to that point we never heard of them because I don't know we were at war with the Kardashians so we wouldn't be allowed to yeah. meet them prior to that point and then the kind of treaty got processed and it's like yeah Eurydians humans humans Eurydians nice to meet you know hmm. and he just happened to go the right direction 
Hmm. And go to the Iridian system. So if Isn't it plausible, yeah, at least. So Sorry, if Jamie, I didn't mean right. to interrupt you, but it just occurred to me. So, so if if we if if we're saying if the Iridians were are were are xenophobic, then you've got two species. Oh, I think it's safe to say you look at the amount of species in Star Trek and yeah. the amount that shoved the label xenophobic. Oh, Tholians, Kardashians. Who else have we got in there? Romulans to a certain degree. So, if so we that's s- already three before mm. I can even put any thought into so it. To say they were. They found commonality because they were both xenophobic. And then obviously the Kardashians helped them. At- oh, they're cloak and dagger. So, hey, do you want some information? Yeah, sure, go for it. So that's that's no surprise there. Do you want an offhand bit of information behind the back door? Sure, go for it. Ooh. And then the and then New Origins helped the Kardashians you know during it, the Bajoran so... occupation as, as payment back for helping them. Thing was so the question then becomes I mean, again it's just speculation, but Yeah, Jamie, the whole episode is speculation, yeah. so don't worry. Why would the Kardashians help them in the first place? Do you think? Because I mean Well if they're selling information, surely they're gonna go you, do you do it? Do you know about the lithium mine mm. on this random planet that no one's ever heard of? That's well, would point. you find that helpful? Oh, the way you would do. The other thing that occurs to me, actually, as well, is when you think about it, Kardashians were very much about misinformation. Well, do, do, do regions could do that. Yes, they might be information gatherers, but they could also give out misinformation. So maybe. Possibly, I don't. I don't quite know why. That it just. Just so close. Just just maybe, a, just a I, tangent I, I, fault. I'm not it's saying that's plausible. I'm I, I'm not quite convinced. believing it enough, but mm. it's not impossible. Mm. I'd, I'd say. Mm. But just that whole thing is is it? It just that bit said political relationship. Well, what exactly do you mean? It's what's it? It's just so interesting. I mean, there's any number of things you can read from that little bit, but again, it, you can glean quite a lot from it. Mm. Not much is said, but. That's why I quite like these types where it's like half an episode f- from what we can see, mm. and then we get chatting a bit, and you go, "Actually, that's added an awful lot, added another element to what I knew about mm. them previously." But whatever, whatever the case, the Eurydians and Cardassians definitely have some sort of beneficial relationship, um, and yeah, it's quite plausible. So as you said, that the Eurydians helped them during the Bajoran occupation. At least the ones, at least some of the Eurydians that we know of. So, absolutely. I mean, you know, and maybe that again, and it, and again, the fact if they are xenophobic, it might explain why we've not really heard anything about them. Because as you say, they keep to themselves. Yeah, because there's several examples throughout Star Trek where, um, you know, the, the Federation have encountered species who don't know, who who don't don't like talking to outsiders because they'd rather keep to themselves. I think I might find a bit of a problem though. Go on. It's not much of a big one, but sayings. Because I remember this in DS9, I think it was. Well, actually, I know it was. It says in the research notes. Because it came into regular. Um, the Uridian Yak was also well known. So the, everyone knew about the Uridian Yak. So surely you'd. Know more about the. Them, yeah. Because it's like, you know, kind of, you know. What was it? Morn couldn't hit a. Um, Uridian um, Yak at 500 pace. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like they're playing darts and it's mm. like Morn couldn't hit it. Because it's again, it's a Star Trek equivalent. I always wanted to find them. I'd love to create a book, a Star Trek equivalent of sayings. 
because that one's only, you know kind of he couldn't hit a yak at 500 pace which is kind of you know you couldn't hit a thing at so you would think if, if that's so is that's a common part of your Indian culture that is known the then is, let's go back to her a lovely fallback that you everyone always talks about like the brain the perfect one where we know nothing but we know about the Eurydian acts. The Eurydian yak. God, that's a horrible thing to say. We know about it and we know that they're the hardest things to you know, miss. You know, they're huge and this sort of thing. So it sounds like people, the, the whole galaxy is aware of them in some vague form or fashion. Mm. So there's a vague familiarity. Mm. So in some ways, but it's the same with Romulans. I'm not dismissing it, but I'm not. Mm. Um, Uridians exported several beverages to the Federation, Klingons and Federation, and Ferengi, sorry, including Uridian tea, Uridian ale, and Uridian brandy. Again, it's that whole thing of, there's this whole thing of kind of, from that, I can glean that back in their homeworld, they trade lots of food and food and drink. And again, from that, you can gleam that we have not seen the goodies. Because hmm. these people, we don't care about. They're boring. So they dock at DS9, no problems, no issue. They go through it, they pay their taxes, hmm. go back home, we don't hear about them. All we ever hear about is horrible ones. Hmm. So they do exist, which means we can't actually say how many of them survived the public's a word I cannot still say the extinction level event well yeah and I suppose it, it, and, you know, if, we, if, they, if we're saying they are xenophobic then what about the ones that are actually out in space are they as well and they're just they're... so that's my that's yeah, where that's, where I have a pro- where we I was going to say because overthought it a little bit because they, if, they're, if, they're, if they're trading with other species and they're xenophobic then would they really trade with other species it's, it, it's difficult I don't know maybe they'll put it aside I don't know it's, it's hard to say but when you don't have a homeworld, you don't really have much of a choice, do you? You've got to trade with whoever yeah, you can. Yeah, true, yeah, that's true. And if you can't... If your homeworld's destroyed... You need to make it... So you've got, to, you've got to put... You've got to use it in whatever resources you've got available. If that's um, food and drink, go for it. That's... Mm. I, I don't know. I'm confused now. That's all right. It's fine. Again, this is, this is literally all pretty much just speculation. doesn't mean we're correct. Some of what we're saying, I think, makes vague sense, though. So. Yeah, maybe not the um, xenophobic stuff, but the rest of it, I think, we're good to go. I, I think. Yeah, well, that's just a, that's just a fault. I said that's just an idea. Doesn't mean we, we, we're correct. I, I'm less so. Yeah. I don't think they like other species. I'll put that as a thing, but I don't think they're xenophobic. xenophobic up to a point. I don't. I don't mm. think so. I think that's a little bit too far. Mm. I I don't think I like a lot of species. It's That's like what, the way that thingy magic shouts to wolf in um, birthright. It's like, well, you know, Klingon, what do you want? But that's the thing. Even if they're not, they could just, the the relationship with the card, the political relationship with the Kardashians still does work. Yes, they might not be xenophobic like the Kardashians, but the fact they don't like other species kind of does kind of fit into the card. Well, part of the Kardashian. It's yeah. It's thinking about philosophy. it. They're like. This thug over the shoulder, like next to the Kardashians, and then you got like mm. with the Klingons, you got like Lithians, because they got the two different ways of um, reacting something. So, you know, like say Kardashians cloak and dagger. So mm. you've got 
the information gatherer behind. Mm. Going like that, he's a Iridian. Actually, no, he wouldn't. It would be like... It'd be like, it'd be like that, wouldn't it? Be kind of... The other thing as well, what you've got to think about is how did the Iridians actually gather the information as well? Do they do it through? Do they do it through very subtle means, you know, secretive, or do they do it? Because I mean, they don't I'd seem. Say it's gotta yeah, because they don't seem a type to use brute force to get information out of somebody. It just doesn't fit with what we know of them. Well, considering the um, the chase, it seems as though they hacked Professor. G- well, actually, no, that's that is one case. If you read the notes, it does say they forced it out. Um, well, was, was that through what through brute force or was it through as you say coke and dagger um, often serving as hide, hide agents for other races of oppression um, oh it's in this one I think it might be in the shit notes um, in 2369 Shroy intercepted by Dr. Gale, Dr. Richard Gale and the Shuttlecraft was placed into placed it into their track to be Druidians were interested in obtaining Galen's research regarding an ancient software program hidden within the DNA of several species, which they wished to sell to the Cursed Union. To their surprise, Druidians boarded the shuttle and stole several bits of information from the, his computer. But again, is that the worst people of that race, though? Hmm. Where they go and board it and kill him. Whereas there's probably other ones that are probably a lot less subtle than they were so maybe they use both methods then depending on the, who the Eurydian is and the situation so maybe it's like a case by case basis I suppose but yeah I mean I said there's not much there in the notes but you can link a lot from what is there I think it's quite telling that they want to sell it onto the Goddessian Union again another link to the Kardashians mm. you know that's one thread that you can definitely can't attach to them um, I think we do encounter one good one actually reading these notes uh, which was in Firstborn in 2370 a commanded by a yog rendezvous for the <laughs> Klingon bird of prey command controlled by the Jura sisters Klingon sold the Iridian several thousand kilograms of magnetite ore selling from Pactor Mine in the Kalena system uh, there's lots more but if you've seen the episode you know what happens and he's this guy kind of yeah sure I'll take the trade yeah I've, I've been I've been conned but I'll take this trade I've, I'm getting well out of it from the Enterprise yeah I'll go for it so I reckon he's a goodie hmm. he's maybe not like, again as, as I said notes kind of they're a little bit untrustworthy but in terms of Star Trek and ones we see I think he's probably one of the good guys so there is evidence that there is, you know, only one, but still, it's there is evidence that there is, there is. They're not all. We said the most ones we see are seem are, do seem bad, but there is it. There are good ones. We just don't see them. But that, that just being it's one just example. You don't know how many of these, how many of the species exist. The, yeah. Though you don't know whether there's colonies everywhere or because you, you know you don't know what kind of disaster it was if it's if they return to their homeworld or if they're in colonies or what if there's hun- you know hundreds or thousands of them or, or what I don't know maybe 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 they're in the beta, maybe they're in the beta quadrant or something I mean that's that's the, pro- the only reason I think they're aligned with Kardashians is because they're near their space that's the only reason why you'd ever so you think what you think they're near Kardashians somewhere I think so. Hmm. 
So that'd be Afro Quadrant then, yeah? Yeah, possibly. But makes sense. Afro Beta. Afro Beta, yeah. I think, I think. Well, the only reason I said beta is because we don't know much about the beta quadrant. So gamma, the thing. delta, not, alpha, not, yeah. There's but... not a lot of notes on it, so no. it's got to be somewhere where we don't know it. Mm. And there's an awful lot of stuff, like you said, in the beta that we don't know about alpha. Like, yeah, sure, we've got that pinned down. It's Romulans, Kardashians, and all that sort of thing. The only reason you would go with the Kardashians is because you've got. They're protecting you, they're mm. in their neck of the woods. You always have relations with people that you're nearby to, don't you? Yeah. And who, and if they've, and if they, if you send out the call, you want to try and get the nearest people to you. Yeah. And who just, would that be? That would be collections. So you make your former relations with them. Makes That's sense. That's the only reason why. Hmm. Because if it was anywhere else, presumably wouldn't the yeah. Federation have known about it, or some other species? But it was the collections. And you've got to think as well. Maybe, maybe in a way, maybe the Kardashians form their own little Uridian intelligence network. Because I mean, let's be honest: how many Kardashians like the Obsidian Order? Not many. Not many. <laughs> it is a good alternative. Probably full of women. Hmm? Probably full of women. What's that? Because it's they said in the notes, isn't it? Science, yeah. science and research mm. and stuff. But um, yeah, but you know, and the Kardashians. Well, I don't know. Let's let's use let's use a species we know we can control. Yeah, someday form relations, but someone we can, we know we can, we don't have to, we can, we can kind of exert power or control over, you know, and you know, and you know, we can, yeah, because the obsidian they were just so big and they were everywhere on Kaipasia. So I don't know that again. This is just speculation, but so one thing I'd put that in doubt with, and yes, I will, I will be a devil's advocate in a minute. We don't see any. What's that? We don't see any central command. No. But, as I say, I'll play a difficult advocate for you. We only see that one room. There's no reason to say why there's a room halfway down the hall where it's <laughs> full of Uridians trying to look for information. So, mm. I'll say that, but mm. you would wonder mm. why you don't see them. If they're about, if they've got relations with the Kardashians, where are they? Because surely they'd appear in. Again, that's the thing with this research, it doesn't. I haven't got the episode details in there, so I don't know for sure where they appeared. But I would, for the most part, three quarters of that, I would claim and argue they're probably sitting in Quark's bar. I would imagine <laughs> without single doubt, which you can't blame Naffle from because hmm. it's a bar and people gather there. So yeah. you, you can't gleam anything from that. So the only ones you can really gleam anything from are the ones that are on Kazasha, and I imagine that's probably what you can probably count on a single hand. Not even that, you can probably count on like two or three fingers, I'd imagine. And from that, you can't see them in hmm. Central Command because I think we only went in Central Command once. Was that was that Defiant episode? Defiant, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, is there anything else we we can say about them, or I think we've I think we've done. I quite... think we've gone around the houses. I don't think no. really much else we can say. I think. We've gleaned something I don't mm. get an awful lot from it but I'm a lot better off than I was at the beginning of this mm. I hope you guys are when you hear it whatever this is I, I don't know no. but no I mean as you said there are species that are very very mysterious and said so there's not much on them but you can speculate know, this is why I like doing these because yeah. it's like well, it's a bit more of a challenge as well isn't it so you know as I said you've got to kind of you've really got to kind of 
subtly look and try and infer what 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 evidence we've got is suggesting what you can infer from the information we've got so yeah it's it's mainly speculation and it half it's probably probably not true but said we don't know for sure that's what makes it interesting i mean i don't know maybe the origins turn up in some star trek novel somewhere they probably are somewhere not that, not that well, i can I say there's only one that's mentioned is it um, yeah so you know even then so hollow man hollow man yeah so it's a it's you know, it's any way, any number of ways you can kind of interpret and look at the species. But it's an interesting. All I'm going to say is there's dance up more than there is about the brain. Yeah. So, you know, whatever I'm given, I'm glad we've got something, some indications rather than. None at all. Yeah, no one's ever seen them. Good luck. Well, that'll be that, that brain episode will be for another time. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've, um, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys. Yeah, I, I think that was interesting. Mm. I, see what people think of that cause mm. going into this you sit there and go hmm, I don't quite know what we're going to come up with but I'm sure we'll come up with something and I'm just wondering whether you guys agree because I think this, I think we've come up with something it's mm. just whether you, whether we're right or not mm. but with Star Trek there's never a right way or a wrong way, way. Or... It's, just, it's, all, it's all very subjective isn't it so yeah I think it's a good place to end the episode I think unless there's anything else you want to say they have got weird hands you have got weird what they have they have mm. try doing that then no like yeah like that so it's a fingers together try moving it around it's a very odd thing or it's like four fingers it's trying very... to have t- I'm just trying to pick up my phone <laughs> very weird feeling yeah so it's and I say I think that's probably got some um, problem trying to do stuff with four fingers. Hmm. I wonder if there was anything the production team came up with more for Eurydians, but they just never used it. Again, that's why I think, why would you create a new ship? Because hmm. they could quite easily have just redressed the same ship again and just went, yep, that's now a Eurydian ship now. But they didn't. They came up with a brand new ship design. Hmm. so you don't ever do that unless they're going to use it and use it frequently so maybe there is more information out we just you just got to look you just got to really look for it it's probably like buried deep somewhere so yeah but yeah that ends said uh, 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 Eurydian episode um, so yeah guys um, we'll see you next time yeah bye bye